Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. If to, we even do. We have to. We don't I need have to keep to do the train anything. rolling. Oh, God. I do. True, true. <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Hi. Hi. I'm going to lift up my shirt. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> not this God, week not this week. Um, I have an update. On what? On, on your my rash? hives, yeah. Yeah, what's going on? Um, I still have to go to the doctor. They, oh, you they bumped the me. Yeah, no, they bumped me. Um, it has been a lot better. But, like, okay. It's okay. a lot better. Yeah, I don't need to see it. I, Meryl, I don't need to just, see it. I don't need everyone to know it's been a lot better. I can't even see it. Um, what has been really working for me, mm-hmm. my like one two punch has been quercetin, quercetin, Q U E R C T I N, nettle. These are all like nature's Benadryl. These are all antihistamines. Uh-huh. I saw it immediately as soon as I took those things. The like new rashes and hives went away mm-hmm. and the, the old ones started to heal. Okay. I've also been taking a vino oatmeal bath. Okay. <laughs> I took one on Saturday. I would spend it 9 p.m. and then that's I took great. I mean, that's bath. great that you're using all natural stuff and it's working. Yeah, for now it is. But so you still have them? When are you going to the doctor? Um, Tomorrow morning. Oh, so is there real. still stuff there on you? Nope. Nope. Like, I'm so then I'm how will they even? How will they even? Um, I have pictures and I still have, now it has turned into like a red rash instead. Okay. So I'm going, and I'm just going to tell them and maybe I'll have them test me and just talk about it. I yeah. have pictures and examples. So and it's stuff the fear, like right? When you have something wrong with you, you make an appointment, it's a week and later it and you get yeah. there and it goes away and they're like, well, we can't really, I mean, hey, looks You're like it fixed now. itself. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but this was ending my life. <laughs> I either had a, a, like a, a, a deadly STD that is now hiding inside me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, or. Some sort of weird skin disease. Yeah. So now I feel like I've become each thing I've had. I like become a tiny expert on like now I know a lot about histamine response and stuff like that. What was the last thing I was really suffering from that I just learned a lot about? Oh, Uh, narcissism. No, still still dealing with that. No, um, like excessive bladder. (laughs) Like I had to pee. Like I would pee and then I had to pee again. Oh, pee all the time. Yeah, it wasn't a UTI. Ah. It was just I think I think all my problems stem from like just too much caffeine. Maybe. Even narcissism. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, well, that's good. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad so that things are, are clearing up for you. Thank in the you world. for all your messages. Oh, yeah. Thanks for all the messages I did. that we got on. Uh, yeah. Um, someone messaged me this one spray called uh, like Oxyhive. Oxyhive. Uh-huh. I also mm. just tried that. Why not? It's like a sublingual spray that people said that they worked. It was mm. on Amazon, Oxyhive. Um, someone else messaged me rosehip tea or something, but I don't know. So I love it. These are all like satanic rituals. <laughs> yeah. Adrenochrome. <laughs> yeah. You're you're slowly like joining a cult. You just don't know it. <laughs> I would in a second. Oh, God. In a hot second. I would literally sacrifice like, yeah, I can't even. Jesus. Oh, in a hot second. Um. So this last week. I came up to LA to see you mm-hmm. and we recorded. Oh, yes. And uh, yeah, it was great time. Then we went and had lunch at this like cheesy 50s diner. Yeah. That somehow was playing nothing but Bob Seger. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was only us. It was only us. And the guy looked like he could barely give a shit about anything. He just, yeah. his name was Sam. I remember it. Yes. And he yeah, just yeah. kind of like slid the menus on. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, is there something that you guys are famous for? You like food? It was that kind of answer. You know, you like food? Eh, just pick anything. (laughs) And so... um, He almost didn't know how to react with having customers in the restaurant. Right, right. We're not used to it. And honestly, it was creepy because when we first walked in, it was silent. It was silent. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, maybe they're not open, right? And it felt like... uh, it, It felt like you walked into the South and it was hot and yeah. it was empty and it's like, okay, this diner hasn't seen business for the last four days. They're yes. just here and maybe they're cutting up their ex-wife in the back or something, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, then the music came on and it was like literally over and over Bob Seger songs. Yeah. I was like, how is this possible? Just the jukebox. That strip confuses me because we're talking about there's a uh, kind of like the popular area. Of, in Burbank. Is that like downtown Burbank? Yeah. It's, yeah. Downtown Bur- but like I always, I can never tell if that strip is more like locals or just tourists or because i know like for in glendale like the main strip is pretty much like locals and then people going out to dinner right but i feel like the burbank strips always strip always confuses me because i'm like are these people just like coming by on their work day mm-hmm. or is it like everyone taking a lunch break or is it people like yeah. hanging out in their well town? now it's weird because like usually all the animation studios are right there so people just walk oh, they yeah, walk yeah, yeah. down like cartoon network's there nickelodeon's there like, yeah. people just walk in uh this is where flappers is and all yeah, the cool yeah. stuff so we get lunch mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't great. It was okay. Nope. We had a wonderful root beer float yes, together. Yes, we did. I was like, we well, we're in a diner. Let's get a root beer float. <laughs> uh, but then I was like, I got to get going because I hate driving in LA during I traffic I know. Time. You always want to leave and it makes me so sad because I want well, to show you time after time. No, it's because like, I'm like, gosh, if I leave now, I'll get home in two and a half hours. If I yes. leave in one hour, I'll get home in four and a half hours. It just doesn't make sense. Right. If you hit that time. So anyway, I get on the road. I'm going. Wait, one more interjection. And yes. I promise. Yes. Um, originally, when I had sought out my Los Angeles plans, and this will be think- something I think of moving forward, is that like I want to have a space for us to record. Uh-huh. And it slowly turned into like my roommates got this dog who's like really cute and very nice to me yeah but not the nicest to men that come in and the dog actually snipped at jack like when jack came in like jack was holding his hand up to it and it like snipped at him and like Mm. kind of bit him and so then like for multiple reasons now our my place is like off limits for us for you because i'm like i'm not going to bring you in with like equipment and basically have a dog like bite you and stuff so that also hinders in this time like extra LA plans. Cause originally I'm like, okay, we'll stop off at my house. We'll like pee right. then we'll go somewhere else. We'll record and right. we'll go somewhere else. But now it's kind of like, I feel like when you come up, we're I, like trapped. Like yeah, we're nowhere else to go to or something. Place. Yeah, exactly. Which makes it tough. Why'd Moving they get a forward. Dog? 
Why'd they get a dog? I mean, I don't know. I, they yeah, wanted a dog. To, they wanted a yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. You're talking to the queen of bad decisions. Um. Okay. So, so I get on the road and I start driving, and I'm in LA traffic for about 45 minutes, and I've barely gotten through the Los Angeles area, mm-hmm. which should take me about 15 minutes. Yeah. To get to a space where it's like, all right, I'm out of the, I'm out of the, and it took 45 minutes. I'm like, oh. But while I'm sitting in traffic, all of a sudden my low tire pressure light comes on in my car which has come on before mm-hmm. and it's like oh you just need air in your tire right, right? and i'm like oh but then it, you know that moment where something's wrong you know something's yeah. wrong you're stressing out you're in a space that you're not comfortable with like yes. i'm in la i don't want to be here very inconvenient there's nowhere for me to like pull off unless i get off on an exit but then i'm in like yeah you're in like uh, skid road east la yeah, yeah, you yeah. know yep. and it's like this is a bad area mm-hmm. right so the light comes on, but I'm going really slow because there's no traffic. And I'm like, well, when it, when it picks back up, hopefully I can make it another 10 to 15 miles, right? And then I'll get off the highway and I'll look. And it's know? almost like from downtown LA to like Orange County, you don't want to stop anywhere. No like way. The, the closest place you no can get way. to is Irvine. Yes. If you can <laughs> yeah. get to Irvine or Anaheim, like yeah. then you're okay, but don't stop before. Yeah. <laughs> Every exit is a nightmare. Right. It really is. Yeah. Like I wouldn't even get any food at those exits no way. or anything. Yeah. There, no it's kind of, fucking there's way. <laughs> yeah. It's like the highway and it's like they make the highway look like, yeah, it's your... Welcome to America. It's yeah. great. And, and then you get off on one exit and they're like, no, welcome to fucking America. <laughs> yeah. We're going to kill you. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm not in a good area. Okay. There's nowhere for me to pull off because LA is just like the highway. There's no space to pull your fucking car off. Um, and the light is on and I'm stressing and I can't do anything about it. And of course, I, I thought about rolling my window down and being like, hey, can you look at my tire? Right. Is it? Is it low? You know, do mm-hmm. I need to pull off? But I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Right. So I just drive a little bit more. Again, we're in standstill traffic. So it's just like, oh. yeah. And then finally there's a clearing. Okay. And it's just about to get out of the bad area, but it's not out of the bad area. Okay. And I start to pick up speed and I'm like, okay, I it actually, it sounds okay. You know, like I, and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, fuck. And I'm like, no. And so I don't have any choice because my car sounds like it's it's like in trouble. Oh, no. So I have to pull over. There's this on ramp, right? You know how like there's there's an off ramp and an on ramp. Yeah. There wasn't an off ramp. It was just an on ramp. So I had to like there's only a space between the traffic lane uh-huh. and like the on ramp. So I pull over. I get out and I'm just like I'm just hoping. Gosh. I know something's wrong, right? Yeah. But I get out and my tire looks like it's been fucking, like someone took a knife to it and shredded it. Oh my God. And I was like, well, obviously I know nobody did that. It's just like, it got a hole in it and then it just started, blew open or something. Blew open yeah. or something. And I was like, God damn it. So then I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck? This is going to be a whole thing. It's at 4.45 at this point, oh, right? No. So it's at the height of traffic. <laughs> the height of traffic. And so... And I'm probably texting you like, do you have the pictures of us in the root beer floats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I immediately start like researching like, okay, tire places, <laughs> towing places, things like that, right? So I call my insurance company. Oh my God, company. what a nightmare. Yeah, I call my insurance company. They call the tow truck, but it's standstill traffic. Yeah. They're like, we can be there in an hour. So I'm like, what? So this is 445, right? All the tire places, because of pandemic times, are closing at 5 o'clock. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Towing is like 
a complete and utter bitch because they're like, it's going to be an hour. It actually took them an hour and 45 minutes to get to me. And I was like, oh my God, where am I going to get towed, right? So I found one place in a bad area and I was like, oh no, this is not good. But then if I got towed a little bit further, I could get to a Costco. And I was like, oh, I was okay, like yep. Costco's a win. Yeah. Costco is a win, yeah, right? Yep. Because one, it's Costco, right? right? Two, I can shop in Costco. You know, I can just go get a, a five get gallon, yeah, five gallon barrel of uh, cheese balls or yeah, something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I end up getting towed. It was only two miles, and it cost me a hundred dollars. <gasps> and it also. So then, did you sit in the tow truck? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, this is how like most murders start. Honestly, the the guy was nice, but like a hundred dollars. What a yeah. ripoff. What a freaking ripoff. And that was your like you had to pay through insurance. Yeah. That cost you? Yeah. Well, I have to like get reimbursed because the truth is like I called insurance. We're like, well, it's we can call for you, but like honestly, if you've got somebody on the way, blah, blah, blah. You know. Yeah. Anyway, um, I get to Costco and the guy's really nice. Drop my car off, all that shit. I pay the hundred bucks for the towing, and then I go in. They're like, "Well, you're gonna need two tires because they're both low. The one is just destroyed, so that's six hundred dollars. You know, five or six hundred mm-hmm. bucks because I have, you know, a German engineered car. Of course, those minis. <laughs> the minis like the Jeep, where like anytime I need anything, yeah. if I lose my yeah. key or something, it's yeah. a guaranteed seven hundred dollars yep. yeah, minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if I need new windshield now, wipers, it's like eight hundred dollars. I love my car, but like it is like it's made by BMW, and so you get those, you feel that BMW price yeah, tag yeah. whenever there's something. You know, I have spark plugs, and you know, like you said, like wipers replaced. I was like, that will be four fifty. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. Because I think of minis as like an exclusive club, and yeah. then you pay for that. Yeah, that's the blood of children. Um, yeah, join that shit. So I drop my car off. This is not exciting at the point. Other than it's this is exciting, very to me. stressful, and. I had to go to the bathroom twice while sitting on the side of the highway. So I opened up my back door and just like sat in my car and just <laughs> pissed out the side of the car. People driving by must have been like, what the hell? I had to, where do you go? You're on the side of the highway. Yeah. You know? And then you don't, it's like I had to stand too because you don't want to sit in your car in that situation because, uh, oh, yeah, that's yeah. how people get hurt. Yeah. That's how people, that. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I stood on the side and it's really loud and I couldn't really talk to anybody. So just like, and it's getting dark, and I'm in L.A. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, I'm at Costco, drop my car off, and I go inside, and I start. And they're like, uh, you know, it's going to take an hour and a half or something. I go inside, and I realize, like, you know, Costco is is good pretty much everywhere you go, but I was 100% the only white person that I saw in really? this Costco. Yeah, and it was packed. I was in definitely a uh, Spanish or ah, Mexican area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just had these like dreams of my car, like going back to it and be like, your car's done. And then have it be like, you know, have under bottom lighting and uh, like uh, <laughs> low rims. Like, it's like bouncing. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh man. <laughs> With like, like the date someone died. Like, <laughs> like your son that yeah, yeah, lived yeah. like four and a half years yeah, or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a vinyl sticker of their face, like, yeah. like an angelic kid on a pillow. Oh my God. We're definitely oh, going to like yeah, hell, for which, sure. is, which is probably that yeah, Costco. Yeah, that's true. We're going, we're going to live in that Costco. <laughs> you're going to get there with this car. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, that was kind of a stressful moment and it Dang. really reminded me like, I hate LA. I know you do. I it's so it. funny. I hate it. And maybe that energy brought it on me. You it's, know? I feel, uh, I wonder if this is happening. I wonder if it's like the, our mindset or what but I feel like I've always felt this way ever since I've moved here like 14 years ago is that like LA works for me like for whatever Mm -hmm. reason I get up there I seem to have good luck I like meet people easily I like 
Yeah. I don't know how, how to ex- describe it, but I kind of feel that way in San Francisco sometimes where when yeah. like San Francisco is kind of tough on me where I get lost a lot. I feel like I lose money. I lose yeah. like um, it yeah. doesn't like the city is not very welcoming to me. So what do you think that's yeah. like the city or well, for just me, being confused for me, in the city? I, and I'm I'm a country boy that loves to be a city. Yeah, kid, you totally you know? are a city person. I really yeah. am. I think most people would be like, oh, you, you were raised in a city. But yeah. like. I wasn't, and so LA does like suck as a city. It though, does. It's not like it Chicago, does. right? Or, yeah, and, and it's not easy to get around. And, no, and I find like, I don't know, man. It feels like being sort of like a slave to the environment where it's like, oh, okay, we're gonna go meet over here. That'll be an hour and a half to get three miles. Yeah. It's like I don't want to do that. Yeah. In San Diego, it's like everything's ten minutes right, away. You just five minutes away. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. I think I think different cities have yeah. different f- feels. Just not my jam. I totally understand but that. It was funny and the reason I brought this whole story up is because I was saying to you, I remember saying like I need to put myself in more situations where craziness happens. And then I drive home a half hour later and it's like, <laughs> get ready for crazy. Yeah. It's like $600. So wait, wait how much did the whole, the whole uh, thing cost me 650 <gasps> bucks. Fuck. Plus, really? Plus gas. We could have like flown to Hawaii for that amount. Yeah. No, no, I know. I know. What, and how much of that will you get reimbursed? A hundred dollars. Oh my God. Just with the towing. Damn. Yeah. Do you think it was just something around downtown LA, like you just drove on? Yeah, a nail I think or I probably or? just drove on a nail. The tire got flat, and then I tried to, as I was sitting there in traffic, it was probably deflating more and more and tearing at the rubber. And then by the time I took off, it was like, you know, couldn't handle it. Oh my goodness. Otherwise, otherwise somebody stabbed my tire, and it was you. No, maybe. Maybe. What? <laughs> no, I think it was the girl from many episodes ago, as you guys have heard. Oh, God. The girl that lives in wouldn't Los that be Angeles. crazy? Maybe she has a tracker on you. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be crazy? I, I don't, see I don't even like you saying that. Your... I don't even like you saying we that. We need to check under your mini. Oh, man. Every time I meet someone new, I tell them to like start out with the episodes. I mean, if you are if you are new and you haven't listened to these yet, a few episodes back, there's actually three episodes oh. of Bo meeting and kind of <laughs> dating a stalker. I never dated this person. No, no, no. Don't say Maybe, that. I'm gonna count. I'm gonna count the first day that you went up to LA to visit her as a date. No, it wasn't. No, I disagree 100. I think it was kind of datey weighty. No, it was not. If maybe maybe teetering towards like platonic date but it still was okay you took her to olive garden that's not oh my god is that a that's date? date material for i only sure. did that I, okay this is what it actually was okay because i want to be very clear about this mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. fuck um she's pretty no listen i know lots of pretty people what are you talking about yeah but you driving to hang out with a pretty person for one it's day. a person from a country that i have a lot of friends in and i have a little bit of a soft side for mm-hmm. and they have this person had no friends or felt like they didn't have any friends and didn't know the area. And and I was like, oh, I'll come up. I hate the area, but I'll come up and you don't have a, you know, it's like, I'll come up and help you. It's better to do things, you know, with somebody else when you're kind of feeling a little intimidated. Yeah. Just like two single people meeting up to do something together. Just because together. two single people. Okay. Listen to me. That's not fair. That's not fair. Because then that would mean that any time two single people ever hang out, they're on a date. That is how I live in my mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that okay, is how I've okay. stayed delusional for right. 30 years. I just think I have I have female friends. You know, it, mine don't even have to be single. It, if I'm with someone that's married, that's a date. That's a date. Yep. Okay, then maybe we need to clarify what a date is for you because like when you when you insinuated a date to me just now, it was almost like it was date-ish. I think so it was date-ish. If it wasn't Okay, but see You yeah. guys, let's let our 
campers decide. Okay. Driving up, picking someone up, taking them to Olive Garden, getting extra cheese. <laughs> that is getting the person extra cheese, noticing they have a lot of leg hair. That is a date. <laughs> That's not a date. That's the end of a date. That is definitely the end of a date if it was. Uh, no, 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 no. No, I think I, in full trueness, I think that people yeah. have to say, would you like to go on a date? Otherwise, in this crazy mixed world, uh-huh. it's just like a hangout. So many things are hangout. I can't, I don't count my, yeah. my date hit chickens before they hatch. <laughs> When's the last time you were on a date? Well, with Jack, sometimes I go on dates. I know, but you acted a little surprised when I asked you. Um, like I would say there's... when we went camping, that was a date. How was camping? You just went out to Joshua Tree out in the middle of the desert yep. for a, a whole 22 hours. Yeah, we arrived there. I drove separately from <laughs> yeah, Los Angeles. I know, I know, which I knew that that was the clue that 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 this was the, the only kind of date that you can have. You're like, yeah, we're going out to Joshua Tree. I'm driving separate. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. We're only spending one evening. I'm like... You're driving separate, meeting in Joshua Tree, and spending one evening. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a that's a date. It was nice. It it really was better than I imagined. And Jack made it. He really wanted to try and show me that I think camping could be fun, mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't be so adverse to it in the future. And yeah. he really pulled out all the stops of like he got the tent ready. Um, I got to roll around on the mattress when it was time to deflate it. That was my job. Just mm. like a manatee, like a beluga whale. Uh-huh. <laughs> I rolled around up and down and up and down. Um, we had cheeseburgers and potato salad. Wow. And there was one time at like 2 a.m. that I was like, I woke up shivering and like shaking really, really bad because I, yeah. I was like cold kind of. And then I started feeling like not, I'm like, oh no, I'm actually not cold and I'm starting to feel like queasy and I'm like, did I eat a bad cheeseburger or something? So at 2 a.m. I was like, this is my nightmare where we're away from any sort of civilization and I'm starting to get sick and it's pitch black and I'm kind of, then I think my anxiety kicked in and then um, it passed and then I started to feel a lot better and then I woke up the next morning, we had some instant coffee and some eggies and then went for a walk. And My thing is like to be out in the middle of nowhere like that, like I'm not against camping, I camped a lot as a kid, but like I don't like the idea of being out there in the middle of a night of the night alone. Yeah. And then needing something or feeling like if I go outside, I'm going to be hit yes. by a rattlesnake yeah. or a coyote. We or, heard coyotes yeah, around I us. Bet. We heard them. Yeah, it was really it was scary. And I kind of just feel like to me, I know a lot of people think that the fun is in the journey of it, but I'm just like it's a lot of like physical labor and like lugging things back and forth and like yeah. bending over and stuff. And I'm like, this is a lot of work for kind of like the outcome may not be worth it for me. I always feel like camping gear also is like it's it's you have to buy all new things. Like if you have yeah. plates at home, well you can't take those plates with you. Right. You have to buy these plates. We have that like, like weird ceramic yeah. orange plates or something. Yeah, yeah. like some weird <laughs> plate and it's like all the all the devices that you need, you know, you have to get these things that do twelve different things that are only for camping. Yeah. This teapot doubles as a, you know, whatever yeah 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 it's like a percolator iron pan, and a, yeah iron yeah. pan and it's like you switch it that way it's like all this extra gear they, yes you know it's like one of those things where when people get into something it's like the industry itself knows exactly oh, totally. how to get you yeah it's like oh you want to go out camping well you got to get this tent and these shoes and then this cooler right. and then that thing and like yeah fuck you, rei oh you want to make a sandwich we got to have these sandwich makers it's yeah. like what and we need like the the packet of mayo that can sit there for two hours and right. not, never spoil right, yeah right right everything's in single serving weird i don't know so i i think we are going to go again in september 
Oh, good. I, this time I'm going to look at the mineral baths around the area so that I can maybe leave for the day and then <laughs> go to the mineral <laughs> The only way I feel comfortable doing anything is leaving Just it leaving and then coming it. back and yeah, leaving and coming back. I gotcha. And then um, I also think for myself, I need to take somewhat control of the situation and like I really want to go. It doesn't always have to be Joshua Tree. Like I would be very happy to camp in Ojai. I really like Ojai in yeah. that area. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if we are going camping. You mean, uh, Ojai, you mean like human trafficking capital of the world? Is it? Yeah. Ojai is? Yeah. No. Isn't it? Are you thinking of Otay, Otay Ranch? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of oh, Otay yeah. no, Mesa. No, Ojai is like the Buddhist capital. I mean, which oh, would make okay, sense. Oh, okay, okay. No, you're right, Ojai you're is right. like the really, th- that's where I got directions from like Ted Danson and it's very like Encinitas mom type <laughs> of place. That okay. Now it's Encinitas of mom. Of course. It was very like all the philosophers live there you and got stuff like directions that. from Ted Danson? Yeah, at the Ojai Coffee Roasters. I was asking how to go to this place called Meditation Mount because I had gone to Ojai by myself to have a nervous <laughs> breakdown for a week. And I was like, I asked... I asked, I turned to the guy next to me and I was like, do you know directions? And then this, he gave like a big long talk and a big long talk. And then ca- halfway through, I was like, oh my God, I think that's Ted Danson. And then when he left, I asked the barista and he's like, yep, he lives here. And he like wow. loves the locals and he's very low key. Wow. And then I completely did not remember any of the directions he gave and I got really lost. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ted Danson. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Did you just say cheers? <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't be allowed oh, in society. You shouldn't. And so then, then the next morning, I woke up and had a, we had a fun time for a little bit. <laughs> you're, you're like my only friend. I'm your only friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm crying. I'm crying. Okay, so get it together. And then the next morning, I went to. Um, <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> okay hold on pull it oh. together i went to palm springs okay <laughs> i drove there because every thursday night is like the palm springs community night oh you drove there this time yeah as i'm oh. talking i'm getting like so tired of myself <laughs> <laughs> I, I see it now i see how <laughs> i do see how other people are annoyed by me oh um, gosh yeah i went there and i had i worked from there uh-huh. and had a wonderful time in palm springs <laughs> and then i drove home <laughs> <laughs> I need to like implant a different person inside of me. <laughs> I mean, I love you. I love you. I just think it is funny. Yeah, I'm like, like your vacation oh, with your boyfriend is mostly you spending alone time. Yeah, that's my typically. Yeah, I have. I feel like it's. I don't know if it's an only child thing or something. I I really have a tough time being like tethered yeah. to people. Yeah. It gives me great anxiety, even to drive places with people in the car. Like knowing that I'm kind of stuck with like no out mm. definitely gives mm. me anxious ends or yeah and then yes tell me more a few days later i went to my first um like real party since in the whole pandemic like i've been to like gatherings and you know like like uh thanksgiving situations friends our friends just had an album release right and you were up in la for that yep yeah how did it go it was so much fun so i thought of this is another boy who has been my longtime friend that i have not had any part of their but on this night you went on a date right no this wasn't a date you sure i, I went but by you're myself single and he was single i'm not single well i mean you were alone i was alone and chris is not single either uh, but he was alone no he's not alone but no he... i mean his girlfriend is part of his band that they're oh, celebrating okay. now all right you get a pass you yeah get a i pass. get a pass yeah but chris is one of my other longtime friends chris wilson who's one of my favorite musicians ever i did the Merrill thing with him many many years ago and i saw him play at the belly up he was in like a, a really popular local band that had like a great cult following called indoxy and i was working at the belly up and i saw chris play and i was like really enamored in terms of like music and i thought he was so cool and i definitely like 
you know, wiggled my way in in terms of us becoming really good friends. And then I became friends with his parents. And then, like, you know, everything happened. And then we've been friends for like 15 years. And I love his music so much. And then he's involved with this project with our friend and former guest, Megan Granger, who um, is super funny and just really quirky and cool. And then their third one is the guy from the Mindy Project, which is the one that you got like a few weeks ago or months ago. I told a story about like him being at the house. So he's, he's an actor named Ed Weeks. Um, and the three of them have this project called Crazy Girl Therapy because yeah. Megan used to be a psychologist. And so I'm like, it's, I really hope it does great things. And I'm hoping that like Ed's great big platform from being on that show, The Mindy mm-hmm. Project, will help like expose more people to Chris. Yeah. So I wanted to pick that as my s'more. And oh. I have like a little 10 second clip of their music to play. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. We're plugging. Rolling hills and thunder. and stuff they have this whole big it's almost going to be like a like a not broadway but like a theater type show where Mm. they perform stuff and um who was like the snl duo like it reminds me of that kind of stuff where they the planets um or the snl funny guy who like makes like funny white boy raps and justin timberlake does it too sometimes oh yeah 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 that's it yeah it kind of reminds me of that because a lot of their stuff is like youtube funny youtube videos mixed Mm. with songs and I just think the world of Chris, and so I'm a big supporter. That's awesome. That's so cool. And what was going to go on with that is like, so they had their album release party, and I went to it, and it was like, I realize how really awkward it feels now to socialize with like not just one-on-one friends or yeah. a group of people I know, but like all different people. Yeah. And so I really ended up, I got so like just kind of awkward that I ended up spending the whole time talking to our friend Scott, the astrologer. <laughs> Scott, oh, really? He, if you showed up, you would have, it's like the Muppets were like, you just know, like, oh, oh there's our, our astrologer <laughs> friend. There. Like, the universe is so funny. Of, oh, that's awesome. Like, and they have very, very cool, awesome friends. And it's very like, you know, Silver Lakey and everyone's like artistic and stuff. But sure. but it's definitely one of those things that at parties it can be really intimidating because everyone like dresses so cool and yeah. everyone's like really like in shape. And I'm like, oh, God, what am I doing with my life? But um, that's why I didn't go. Really? Yeah. I, I was like, I'm not. It's I, one of those I things can't even, where I can't even blend in this right now. Yeah. 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 Everyone was like so skinny wearing like belly shirts and just <laughs> I'm like, like cool boots and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, so I hung yeah. out by the goat cheese and my, our friend Scott, which is like. <laughs> Do they have a goat cheese fountain? They Almost. <laughs> they had two favorite things. And I just love Scott. And he was also telling me just how much our planets align, me and you. And Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and we had a wonderful time. That's great. So that was my party experience. That's great. And then I drove home and didn't get a flat tire. And didn't tire. get a flat tire. Yeah fucker mm-hmm. i know it never happens to you right no or if i did i would just drive home on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> you'd be the lady with the like rim on fire yeah like, totally like <sighs> and hi everyone like, and just like what's happening i don't know yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i would uh okay yeah you know what i have a s'more yes what is it i've been you know i have this movie club every 
week yep. I get with um, Brittany and Ian. Yeah. Hi, you guys. And we do a movie club uh, review, which is we pick three movies. One each, which I still feel like is so much, but it works for it you. Is, so I shouldn't it is. judge. But sometimes we just do two, mm-hmm. and then we talk about them on Monday night and in a Zoom call. And it, you know, Ian's in Texas, so it, it it helps that we can kind of get together and we get you know, and it helps us watch a lot of great movies. Yeah. Do you guys um, keep like a spreadsheet somewhere? Yeah, we do. You do, and we rate them. That's so cool. You just yeah. like post that somewhere. So. Um, I had an idea. I was like, well, why don't we just record it and turn it into a podcast? You should, honestly. Do do a deeper dive. We're already doing the work. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, I was going to mention a couple movies that that I think uh, maybe you should check out. And the reason I'm saying that is because the Oscars um, this season, it's kind of weird, right? Last year was kind of a weird year. But uh, I usually do an Oscars party. Last year we did the Oscars impromptu. That was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. But we can't do that this year because we're all in different places, right? Mm-hmm. So the logistics would be not working. Um, but I've been watching. We've been going through all the Oscar-nominated movies as much as possible, okay? And which is great, but I have to say, like, I'm a little surprised by some of the picks this year. Like having watched the movies, I'm like, wait, this is up for an Oscar? It's like it's clear that there aren't enough choices or something, uh, or yeah. or people are just choosing the worst version of. I mean, I've seen a couple of these movies where I'm like, this is really good, but then I've seen somewhere like, this is not even a good movie. Why is this up for an Oscar? Are they all related to like social justice? You know, a lot of them are. Yeah, a lot of them are mm-hmm. civil rights and. And I think that's the new which, that's the new trend right now. I don't now. have a problem. With I don't have a problem just, with it either. No, but we as just long know as the that movie that's is good. Be, yeah, as yeah, long yeah. as the movie is exactly, good. Exactly. Honestly, I so, wonder. I would love to hear from you or other people. Like, what do you think the best movie like in that category has been so, this year? So, in my opinion, from what I've seen, and now I, the only movie I haven't seen right now is Minari, which I've heard is really good, and I want to see it. But I saw Nomadland, and I would suggest seeing that. I've seen The Father. And I would recommend that. The Father? The Father. Is that a scary one? No. It has um, Anthony Hopkins in it. Oh, yeah. And I write that down. I really think this movie was not only an interesting story, it's the way that it's told that is so great. Um, I would say those two... Man, I just... I'm going to go all out and tell you. I just saw Promising Young Woman. Mm -hmm. And I think it was just close to garbage really yeah and the reason i say that is because this is a movie that's up for it's just a movie it's just like a your regular old like like cheap predictable movie yeah and you're like okay it's like doesn't know what it wants to be is it a romantic comedy is it a thriller is it a and it's trying to blend all these things and i just found it to be like stupid Hmm. so i would say unfortunately uh listeners I, i wouldn't watch it I mean, I kind of want to watch it. Now. Maybe you, maybe you'd like parts of it. I liked the idea of it, but like in the end, I was like, "This, come on, man." Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That, and then I saw. I um, wish I could contribute more, except me just yeah, saying. All right. Really? I also watched Mank, which is a movie. I've about, never even heard of these movies. It's so yeah, funny. Mank is a movie about the writer of uh, Citizen Kane and his journey, and it's set in the you know the '30s and. Uh, it's in black and white, and it has Gary Oldman. And I've never just thought at the end of a movie, like, okay, uh, great. Wait, was that the one with Amanda Siegfried that everyone loves? Yeah. That's the one? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, whatever. They're pushing that hard in LA. I'm yeah. seeing billboards for that like every Yeah, stop. because it probably has a chance because it has to do with movies. Anytime you have a movie uh, that deals with movies, yeah. it's like, it's a show win. Yeah. Welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> La yeah. La Land. Yeah. Um, the one movie that you had suggested with two lesbians Oh, I'm gonna have to give a spoiler for this. Don't give a spoiler. Okay, well, there's a scene at the Jesus. I, the movie was just, was okay. I mean, the movie was good. What? It was good, but the it was okay. What? It was all right. No, but you're wrong. There's an, a part of it. What, what movie is this called again? I'm not telling the audience. Oh, God. There's lesbians and one has like a hairy leg or hairy oh, bush or God, something. Oh my God! Please stop talking. The end made me lose my shit because the end was sweet. Yes, okay, it was very when, sweet, and it reminded me just don't of ruin anything my camp for people. Yeah, don't ruin anything. It was a, a solid movie, and it was very, very powerful. How dare you take the steam out of that? Eh. Oh God, just two lesbians. That Sorry, it wasn't Karate Kid Three. Jack said that if if it was just a heterosexual couple, it would be a very boring movie. But it, the special is because they're lesbians. I'm glad that you guys. We should about join our weekly. Okay. Yeah, weekly you guys should jump in and be like, "This one's dumb." <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, okay. So that being said, all that. Uh, so that's your s'more. The father. The father. I would say okay. the father is my s'more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do we need medication? Delicious. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. We do. Um, Jack brought some s'mores to camping, but we ended up not eating them. Why? Uh, he brought. Graham crackers and then I didn't even know they had this marshmallows and chocolate in one. The bag is huh? the bag is a marshmallow with chocolate inside. What? Yeah, they have those, which is I guess is supposed to be like huh. extra special. When I mean, camping. I guess if you're a marshmallow company and like, how do we get this? I mean, we've just been making marshmallows our whole life. What if we put chocolate yeah, inside? Yeah, it's like when Smucker's has the peanut butter and jelly in the. It's called Goober. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. man, <laughs> I've never had it. Have you? No, it just seems like something that moms would pack if a kid has to go to soccer or something. Yeah. Like, it, take this with five strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it seem No, like it comes with the strawberry jam inside and the peanut butter. That's the mix, I know. You right? just slap it on some bread, take five strawberries, and call it a day. Take five strawberries? Well, you take them to oh, the side I mean, of like, the little I see. That's like packet. the fruit. Yeah. And... Fuck, there is nothing better in my life than a bologna sandwich. Really? I feel like that's more East Coast. Do you guys on the yeah, West Coast I, have uh, a bologna? Like, I feel like West Coast people don't know what bologna is. I don't is. know. But oh, my God. Yeah. It, I grew up on fried bologna sandwiches oh that's so yummy my mom would throw them in there get them nice and crispy in fact there's a place not too far from my house it's like a side of the road bar and it had it was famous and i'm saying famous for their fried bologna sandwiches really? yeah and they were real thick it'd be like a, oh. almost like if you can imagine a ham steak but it's bologna and then they throw it on a bun oh. with pickles and mustard oh my god and put some chips in it oh you're kidding me <laughs> Luan, you gotta mail some to us. I have. I mean, I think I grew up with a lot of that stuff. Spam. Oh yeah. We ate spam on the regular. Yeah, we ate spam, and then we ate a lot of beefaroni. Have you ever had this thing called cream chip, cream chipped beef, beef yeah. on toast? That's what my yes. mom would make. She makes slices of toast, this cream chipped beef, which is what is that? Chipped beef. I think it's and just creamy. Like, it's like a gravy and chipped. I think beef. it's like scraps of the animal. Yeah, that they it's use real thin, and then they put it ah put it <sighs> over toast. All this food. Poor food. It's just poor food is mm-hmm. what it is. I'm going to yeah. get, my friend Jason's going to make me Frito pie because oh. he grew up in a trailer and I'm obsessed with like trailer food, yeah. like tots and mac yeah. and cheese, of course, craft mac and cheese. But then yeah. he was telling me about Frito pie and how good it's supposed to be. You know, uh, I was driving across the country when I was coming up to California and then I'm going to stop talking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I stopped by this restaurant on the side of the road and they had Frito burritos and it was just like chili with burrito or with Fritos in it and wrapped it in a tortilla. So good. 
I don't, think, really I don't think it's good for you, though. <laughs> you explode just like your tire. <laughs> we have a lot right. for our listeners to get back on, get back to us. Mm. So you guys need to tell us about any more Hive recommendations. Oh, no. Um, what Oscar movies you're looking forward yeah, what, to? What do, do you, you like baloney? <laughs> like honestly, I feel like we're, I'm putting a lot of the work on the listeners. You guys have a lot of stuff to do. Well, we love you. Yeah, and, we do. Uh, but this is part. We're inter- we're interactive now. Uh, get ready. We'll see you soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Good night, kids. Sleep tight.